One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's that time of the week. It's doggy pond time. Hi everyone, welcome back to the world famous Doggy Pod podcast. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett. And I'm producer Stephen Peters. And have you ever wondered, is there such a thing as doggy CPR? Well, you're about to find out. Mm, I'll give you some tips on the very best and healthiest summer treats for your dog. Is ice cream a no-no? Oh, I bet it is, but maybe not, maybe not. And is there a way of making my dog smarter? I mean, we can train them to do do tricks and things like that, but can we actually make them think better? Mm, Good thought, very Mm. good thought. Thank you, Rob, thank you. (laughs) And in my top five this week, the five top biggest mistakes that people make with their dogs are things that drive me crazy. It's the sort of things that you do that maybe aren't the best thing for your dog. But you think they are. And over the years, you would have seen them all. Oh, gosh, some of them. (laughs) Just leave you scratching your head. Well, you'll find out what the top five dumbest things people do with their dogs or mistakes in a little while. And, of course, Rob knows all about that because he spends every day in the clinic looking after dogs and all sorts of other animals. Um, Any particular... Particularly interesting thing happened this week, Rob? Well, yes, I had a dachshund who has responded well to, yes, my world-famous cabbage diet. Everything's world-famous this your, week. <laughs> your so, cabbage diet is world-famous. Was it a fat dachshund, was it? It certainly was. He was really big, this dachshund. He, so big was his tummy that he was getting a big rash and a big sore under his tummy because it was dragging along oh. the ground. He would have needed a skateboard pretty soon to get round. How old? Uh, was he? he was only six years old. And, uh, yeah, you could see his back was suffering. Dachshunds have a real problem because their proportions, they're very long and very you know, short legs. Mm. So they put a lot of pressure in the middle of the back. And when you put weight on it, it's a hell to pay. The dogs, This dog could not run up and down any stairs, of course, the way it was. It was having a lot of trouble. And they came in thinking it was just a bad back. I said, no, it's a bad owner. Yeah, I was going to say, is that? did you have to have a bit of a quiet word to the owners about letting their dog get to that well, I, level of obesity? I, I simply said, this is what we're going to do from now on, and I want you to come in every week. You know, I want to check it once a week. 
and it's now in its fifth week. And they, they said, we've got our old dog back. You know, this is our old dog. He fe- he's fed a lot of cabbage, as much cabbage as he wants to eat, in fact, mm. with a little bit of meat mixed with it. And that's all he's getting because I needed for him to drop weight quickly. He did. And all of a sudden, this dog is walking along. I mean, he's a smart little dog too, really. You know, he knows where the treats are in my room. And I do give him a little bit because he needed the reward. He's dropped his weight. Stephen, this dog was heading up to 20 kilos for a dachshund. That is phenomenal. Yeah. That's double the weight they should be. And we've got him down now to 13.5 kilos. And he looks like almost like a normal dog. He's going to lose a bit more weight until I'm happy with him. Because he's only a little guy, but um, he's doing really, really well. Happy to report. So watch out what you feed your dogs. Have a good look at your dogs. If you're not sure how big or dog, you know, fat your dog should be, you can Google ideal weight for a dog, and it does come up. Okay. Have a good look at it. Have a look at the images, and you'll see. You should be able to see the last few ribs on your dog. You should be able to see them, easily feel them. Of course, everyone says the same thing to me. Oh, it's all coat. Well, it ain't all coat when it's under the skin, people. Mm. Your dog doesn't deserve to be overweight. Now, I don't want to fat shame the uh, the owners, but are they just sort of blind to the fact that, you know, because they just obviously love their dog so much and just keep feeding it yeah. probably obviously too much. Are they just blind to the fact that it, it's it's It starts fat? off with humans look at dogs and we like a more rounded Rubenesque type figure. Yeah. You know, we just, it's aesthetically more pleasing to us to see them that little bit more rounded. And it's not good for the species. But, okay, a little bit of roundness, so be it. But then they keep going and going and going. And of course, the dog becomes demanding. And so what do they do? Oh, this will keep him quiet. Give him a bit more food. Give him a bit more food. Mm. And all of a sudden, this poor dog, 20 kilos, Stephen, 20.2 kilos. I'll never forget the one I put him on the scales. I thought, this is a little dachshund. He should be about you know, 10 to 12 kilos bit at tops. So what is he now? 13.2. Great. And I'm very, very happy with him. And in, I bet he's over cabbage. <laughs> no, like... I, no, they're saying he even likes to eat it raw now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, well, look, I don't mind as long as he's not giving anything. And because often I've had people, and they'll put him on the cabbage, and I say, oh, well, and they're not losing weight. I think, are you just giving cabbage? Oh, yeah, just cabbage and a few carrots. And, oh, he likes to be the potato and... I didn't say vegetables. Mm-hmm. I said cabbage. That's the only one. Is it, that the difference, is it? It's, it needs to be cabbage. Well, they can they can do quite well with cooked carrot. They can do quite well with cooked potato. They're all carbs that dogs can use quite well. About the only ones that you can use other than cabbage, if you must, would be zucchinis, squashes and marrow. That's it. Mm. No others. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay, so maybe it's a little bit like uh, a dog that's overweight and looks like it's having a heart attack and rolls over and you think, gee, if this were a human, I'd be giving it CPR. Is there such a thing as, as doggy CPR? Yeah, I mean, it's heart attacks in dogs are very, very unusual. You know, if they collapse, it's usually for some other reason. Right. Um, but the result of the collapse can be that the heart could stop or respiration could stop. So, yes, I've had clients successfully do CPR on their dogs we do it if a dog comes in, you know, in with some problem. We might do it ourselves. What, as so, in just pressure on the chest? The whole pressure on the chest. So where do you put the pressure? Yeah, just yeah. behind the elbow. So you lay the dog down on the, on the left side, 
and go just behind his elbow and start pushing down. You just push, 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 push. But CPR requires mouth-to-mouth. So it's in this case, it's mouth-to-nose. Hold the dog's mouth closed and blow into his nose. Now, you've, got to put really? your, you've got to put your mouth over the dog's nose. People that love their dogs find that not disgusting and no problem. They'll just do it. Well, if it's going to save so, your dog's life, yeah. yeah and of you, you've got to see the chest rising up when you, you know, blow hard. Chest rises, out they go. Blow again, out they go. Then back, heart, heart, heart. Blow, blow, heart, heart, heart. Blow, blow. Now, if the dog's sort of like, okay, he's breathing and he's a bit out to it and you think, what the hell do I do? I need to get to the vet, but the vet's miles away. Sometimes good old-fashioned brandy. Yeah, medicinal brandy. <laughs> Not a lot. Right. You don't need a lot. Just enough to put on his tongue, and they, they often <gasps> makes them take a breath. You know, it makes them inhale. Right. Just squirt a little half a teaspoon or a teaspoon down their throat, and they, oh, oh God, that got me going. Thanks, buddy. And off you go to the vet after that. So, that, but I should stress, you would only do this under uh, under what sort of circumstances? Well, Pretty rare, I would imagine. Yeah, generally speaking, yeah, you know, the vet might give you instruction on how to do this. So, if your dog's collapsed, then you can get to a phone ring the vet and say, what do I do? Because you won't remember this conversation as much as you'll listen to the vet and follow his his or her instructions. Um, but, yeah, we keep uh, medicinal brandy around. A lot of breeders will do it for young little puppies when they're born. They, they're they not quite breathing. They'll put a drop or two of brandy on the tongue and that gets them, <gasps> yeah, that'll get me breathing. And but, away they go. But a dog having a heart attack or something similar is pretty rare. Heart attacks in dogs are rare. They they have more cardiac insufficiency. The heart you know starts to fail slowly. They don't get coronary arteries blocking the way we do, so they don't have that sort of problem. Maybe because their lives are much shorter than ours, right? Um, and they just deal with the cholesterol better. I don't know, but we we have rarely seen a blocked coronary artery in the dog causing a heart attack. So it's not, not a common thing. I've, in fact, I've not come across it in over 40 years. Okay, right. Well, there you go. If it does happen, though, a bit of mouth to nose. Mouth to nose. Go for it. All right. It is getting warm outside, inside, everywhere, because we are now officially in the middle of summer or the start of summer here in Australia. And... Um, can you give your dog a healthy summer treat? Something that's going to just sort of cool them down. Something like ice cream. Mm. Well, I mean, do- are do- there summer treats beyond just the normal treats? Oh, yeah. I guess is the question. Dogs are lactose intolerant, so you don't want to give them normal ice cream. Low lactose ice cream. All dogs are lactose intolerant. Pretty much, yeah. They don't do well with lactose. They It might give them diarrhea, especially if you give them too much ice cream. I mean, dogs love it. I mean... Of course. Don't we all? How many one that doesn't really like ice cream yet? (laughs) But dogs love it. Low lactose ice cream is what I buy for my dogs, or no lactose ice cream. Sometimes I I will, if you buy yogurt and make individual little frozen popsicles with the yogurt, that's great for them. Low lactose yogurt, they, they love that. With, well. with a bit of bit of fruit, maybe, or not? No, no, no. If you're going to use fruit, I'd like blueberries for dogs. I okay. find that's got lots of antioxidants. And you can mix it with some coconut oil and freeze that as well. So the the oil's good for their skin and things. So be hard to freeze because of the oil, but really good with blueberries. does sound and, like a nice treat. Yeah. And don't forget peanut butter. Yes. And what I have done in the past as well is just I'll get their 
whatever hard biscuit I might give them as a treat, smear it or cover it totally with peanut butter and put that in the freezer. And that works very nicely. Frozen peanut butter. Mmm, yeah, a peanut butter bar. How good's that? Now, mm. not crunchy because they don't digest the nuts very well at all. And the nuts, those little nuts can lodge in yes. parts of their intestine, especially a part called the cecum. I've found a lot of nuts in the cecum over the years. The cecum is like our appendix, and they get like an appendicitis, or you know, it's, it's, if you like a cecumitis, it's like appendicitis for dogs. And I've had to operate on quite a few times and remove that. And it's not uncommon to fit, find this blown out cecum and sometimes find nuts in there, stuck in there. So not crunchy, unfortunately. I like crunchy, but not for my dogs. Smooth, mm. smooth peanut butter. Smooth peanut butter on toast, frozen. <laughs> smooth peanut butter on toast, and then you freeze the freeze toast. Freeze the whole thing, yep. That's a great treat. I am going to try that. And then you get you know, frozen bones, of course. Yes. I put not mm. chicken bones, people. No, I, think, I think any that. doggy pod listener knows that uh, that's a big no. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. So just frozen bones. They, so just give give it to the dog frozen. Yeah, and he just gnaws at it for a while and licks it. and Cools him down. It's, yeah, cools him down. And eventually it'll thaw and they will chomp it right up and away it goes. Not cooked bones, just a raw bone that's frozen, preferably a soft bone like a brisket bone or a lamb neck. Those sort of things, freeze them, love it. Beautiful. So, so Smear peanut tips. butter on it. <laughs> you love your peanut butter. Dogs do. <laughs> I, I'm not allowed to have it anymore, but they, they love it. Yes. I well, love because it. of the cholesterol. Yes, yes, yes. You and I, we're plagued by that, aren't we? Never mind. So there's some good tips for summer treats anyway um, that will help cool your dog down and uh, put a little smile on his face. A frozen yogurt popsicle. Yeah. I'm still still excited about With the frozen toast. <laughs> now we all know you can train your dog to do all sorts of tricks and 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 all manner of things really and also train them to be disciplined. But can you train your dog to actually be smarter, to think better? Is there such a thing? Can you can you do that, yeah. Rob? I mean, one of the things is training them to do tricks early, and you know, we say tricks, but they're behaviours. Yeah. So if you train your dog to sit and sit anywhere where it's told, you know, you can be walking along, say sit, boom, down goes the bottom. Yeah, you know, that's a start, because if you're just saying sit, sit all the time at home, it's no big deal. But if you're training the dog so it'll sit outside anywhere, it's thinking, oh, when's he going to say that? Oop. Down he goes. Mm. Train your dog to do little things like shaking, shaking hands, we call it, but shaking paws. That's getting the dog you know, thinking and learning. It's, it's learning to start with, and that's what it's got to be. Learning to lay down when it's told, drop. Learning to come when it's called. Learning to come and sit in front of you when you call it. So, so training does, does train the brain as all, much as absolutely. Yeah, everything else. It, it, it's, and we, one of the things that has been noticed by a lot of people Young children that train dogs do better at school because they are learning how to teach and they are learning how to learn. And so they use that at school. They're thinking about it. And it's the same with dogs. They are learning how to learn. And then there are things that you can do. For example, one of the 
things that I like is interactive toys. You can get interactive toys for dogs. Yeah, so do they work? I've seen those in, in the shops. Yeah, dogs have to think about it and, you know, if I push here, I get something out there and mm. I get a reward. And they have to work it all out, so they do work. And so that's a big thing. And I said any sort of training for me, yeah, and knowing what your dog needs in training. You know, not all dogs want to be taught how to jump over jumps. They might need to be taught how to retrieve. They might need to be taught how to um, run through a tunnel, like mm. agility things. They might need to be taught how to herd sheep, etc. Think about those dogs' needs. You've got to fulfil those. If you fulfil those, the dog's mind all of a sudden opens up unbelievably. And then nearly all dogs are trained to do tracking. Now, tracking. What do you mean by tracking? Well, I mean by take your dog to a park with someone else. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the dog knows and, and likes, but the, you're, you're the dog's special friend. So they hold the dog and you go... Go and hide. Go and hide somewhere and the dog comes and finds you. And don't make it too... You know, don't go running around in circles and back up and across mm. the road and all that. Just up and behind um, a monument or something like that. Or a tree you know, or tree something. tree something. Yeah. Just nothing special. The dog has to find you. He has to, you know... And, they will track and find you. And one of the other things I do love is building a maze for a dog. You don't have to build it out of wood and metal and all that. You can just build it out of shrubbery at home, mm. you know, building a shrubbery. If you do that, and make sure we don't pick um, uh, shrubs that the dog's allergic to, for goodness sakes, yeah. if you do that. But you know, just some sort of maze that the dog can run through instead of just having this um, bland backyard. He has a few things in there that he can run around. Oh, if I go around there, there's that. And leave different treats when you leave uh, inside the maze somewhere. The dog has to go and find them. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit of fun for him while you're not there. So is a slightly smarter dog a happier dog? For sure. For sure. There's no doubt that they are, yeah, they're, well, to get them to be smarter, they've had to interact with you. And that's heaven for dogs. Mm, mm. Yeah, a dog's heaven is you. You feed them, you look after them, and that's all they want is to repay you and to do the things that you want them to do. If you don't teach them, if you don't show them how to do those things, sure, they'll just lay around and their brain shuts down a little bit. But open up their pathways, open up their thought pathways, thinking, training, all those things, and the dogs are much, much happier and much better family member. He'll look after you and the family for the rest of his days. I love it, okay. I've got some homework for my dog as soon as I get home. That's it. Thinking. Thinking. Yep. Sit, think. Yeah, you've got to teach it the square of the hippopotamus equals the sum of the squares of any two giraffes. Well, that's obvious, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really? well, that's Pythagoras. We all know that. All right, it is that time of the week again for the controversial Dr. Rob's Top 5, which always gets people talking um often not in a good way but this week because rob's been a vet for a lot of years so this week it's the top five biggest mistakes people make with their dogs these are things that you just i'm sure rob just scratch your head and go Mm. i don't believe i saw that yep anyway starting at number five yeah and i'm not going to put in giving your dogs raw chicken bones or raw chicken, you know by now that yes. just drives me insane. Well, that's not a mistake. That's just That's just stupidity. Yes, yes. So number five, 
not understanding your dog's needs. And if you don't care what your dog needs, then you shouldn't have a dog. But not really understanding what your dog's needs are. Yeah, it's a, it's a canine. Yes, it's a dog in the canine family. Yes, it's a Labrador. Okay, now, what does a Labrador need? A Labrador needs a little bit of discipline, just normal obedience. A Labrador loves to retrieve. In fact, they are Labrador retrievers. So get something that they enjoy, which is the one thing that you use only for retrieving. When that comes out, the dog knows, oh, Dad's got me or Mum's got me and we're going out retrieving. And you take them out to a park and you throw this thing. And yeah, if you can't throw, get a tennis ball and a racket. When they see that tennis ball and racket coming out, they know what it's about. Train your dog to retrieve. A Labrador retriever does it so naturally. So easy to train. And it burns up a lot of energy. But mentally, they just love it. So um, number five was really just understanding. Understanding your dog's needs. I was using the example of Labrador. But think about what breed you've got and what needs that breed has. Every breed or crossbred has needs. Every dog has needs, and not just eating and keeping their water in a cool place and brushing them and bathing them, not just those things and confining them, taking them to the vets. There's more than that. It's the mental needs that really blossom your dog. Think about those. Coming in at number four. Inconsistency. Oh, gosh, that's so common. So common that's consistent. Well, you're training the dog to stay, but you don't want to come inside just at the moment. So you say, you stay there. You just use the word stay. Ah. That's not consistent for the dog. You're not being consistent. Be consistent in your training. Listen to your words that you're using. If you want your dog to wait in the backyard, you say, you wait there. If you tell your dog to stay, he should not move. And very often you say, oh, look, Please, just stay there, and the dog, because he's annoying you. And the dog goes away. He doesn't stay. You think, oh, that's good. You're being inconsistent. Yeah, inconsistent in your commands. Yeah, so be very consistent with what you're doing. Coming in at number three, biggest mistake. Relying on treats rather than praise and celebration. You know, dogs, mm. yeah, they all love treats, but even you now the, the, the stomach... The life support for a stomach like a pug, like my pug. He still loves me saying, good dog, as much as... And he'll leave a treat behind if I say, leave it, come here, good dog. He loves praise. They love to be, oh, my dad loves me, my mum loves me. They love saying, good dog. They love to hear it. Use it when you give a treat. Say, good dog, while you give a treat. Don't just give the treat and say nothing. You know, just say, sit, make them sit and give them a treat. No, it's sit, good dog, good dog, while you give the treat. Later on, they understand what good dog means and it's a celebration of what they've done. Learn to celebrate with your dog, please, rather than relying on treats. Coming in at number two. Stephen, sit, 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 I, sit, I sit, 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 sit. I yeah. am, I am. Yeah, I am. exactly. The, the, your dog's not deaf, people. Stop repeating the commands. But, you know, drop, 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 drop. And the dog doesn't. All you're teaching the dog is that no matter what you say, it can do what it likes. If you say sit and it doesn't, then gently take hold of your dog you know, and tuck its back legs in and push um, up on the head and make it sit gently and just say sit. You may repeat it once, the, the, but when you are repeating it, you are making the dog do it and then praise. Just because you made the dog do it doesn't mean that you're good. The dog's done what you asked. So it's good dog, well done dog. Don't repeat commands over and over. Your dog's not deaf, he's not stupid. He just doesn't want to listen to you because you're inconsistent. No repeating commands. Okay, that leads us to 
the number one biggest dumb mistake. Oh, look, dog I, I can't believe, I've heard a behaviourist say this. A person uh, rang a behaviourist and said, oh, my dog barks at other dogs when I go for a walk. And the behaviourist said, I'll give her the treat. Like, you're kidding me. You're giving her the treat. It's doing a behaviour you don't want, so you give her the treat. Oh, yeah, well, it, it stops it from barking while it's eating. Rewards But you're rewarding the bad behaviour. Mm-hmm. Giving treats at the wrong time. Sit, good dog, give the treat. Drop, the dog lays down, good dog, you give the treat at that time. But giving it when it's doing a bad behaviour to distract it, that's crazy stuff. Or stop the behaviour, people think. Stop the behaviour, when it stops, good dog, then you give the treat. Or sit, good dog, give the treat. Don't give the treat beforehand, don't give the treat a minute later. Once the dog does it, good dog, praise it and give it then. All right, that's pretty much it for this episode of the Doggy Pod. We really appreciate you listening and we hope you get something out of each and every episode. Please follow us on Facebook and uh, we now have uh, a YouTube channel as well where uh, there's a few videos there and we'll be putting up more um, over the next few months. So thanks for listening uh, and this is our second to last episode for this season. We have one more episode next week and we'll have a little break over Christmas. Uh, And we we will be back for season two in 2021. So anyway, uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. My quote for this week is, uh, if your dog won't come to you, if a dog won't come to you after having looked you in the face, you should go home and examine your conscience. Who said that? Woodrow Wilson, President of the United States some years ago. Long time ago. Yeah. That's uh, words of wisdom unlike the current President of the United States. Who's that? (laughs) Have a great week, people. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.